Ayo. So, good day. A hot day. Um, I decided to take a stroll on my bike, you know. Um, I'm feeling really, really abnormally good. Um, went to bed like at 6 a.m. yesterday. Like this morning. I don't fucking know. Either way, I only slept for like two hours. And I've been doing like this different sleeping pattern thing. Um, so I found out that Da Vinci, I don't know Da Vinci, um, he had this sleeping pattern where every four hours he would take a 20 minute nap. And he proposed that it made him a lot more efficient. And those 20 minutes of sleep acted like a recharging of the battery, the creative battery. And uh, he claimed that it made him a lot more creative and it was easier to have the art flowing. But I tried doing that. It's not very sustainable. Like, I think that's just really fucking unhealthy. Because I tried it for one day and I felt like I was dying. Um, so I've kind of transitioned. I'm doing two to three hours sleeping intervals every four hours to five hours, depending on what they do. Um, it's been working a lot, I think. I have a lot of energy. Um, I could be also because I'm on my way out of a depressive episode right now, so y'all know that, that high that hits, you know, when you finally get some sunshine in your life, and the clouds part, you know, but anyways, on to today, so I walked my dog, had a good morning, I took my bike, and I just went on a fucking stroll, you know, enjoying the day, because I don't get many days where I can just fucking relax. So I'm always, always, always busy. Um, so I like taking Sunday morning just to myself. Um, away from everyone. Just think, you know? Have some time to truly reflect on everything that happened during the week. Things I could have done better. Things that I did a lot. Things that I exceeded. Expectations, you know? And... So today I took a stroll. I stopped by my favorite Mexican panaderia. Got some of my favorite pan dulce. I'm about to go home, make myself some eggs, make some jamón, and I'm really excited. My dog had been really sick during the week and was having a lot of like intestinal issues that had thrown up and it was just a huge roller coaster of emotions this week. I thought he was dying because he's a ten year old pickle mix and he's a shelter dog and so I don't know how long he has, you know? And as much as I would have wanted a puppy, I don't feel like puppies are made to have for college students. Because we're just so busy and like the social lives often take precedent people that aren't really respectful with their dogs or their cats or like a living being that they decided to take care of, you know? 
So, I like getting, I wanted to get a senior dog, um, one that had been in the shelter for a while, just so that I could give it a good life, a good uh, couple of years. Realistically, I feel like my dog has between maybe one to five years, and I plan on moving when I graduate. I have about two years of undergrad left, and I don't know if I'm going to go straight to grad school or if I'm just going to take a gap year. So, and at one point I want to move to Europe and just be there for a couple of years, just working on a having a work visa or maybe doing graduate school over there. Um, but the goal is to end up in France, so having a puppy would just not be ideal because I'd have to get rid of it in order to leave. So I was thinking about just adopting a shelter dog, senior dog, and just giving him a good life. And then once he passes, I'll go ahead and just move on to wherever I'm bound to be. And so I keep delving away from the actual thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, back to mental health. Um, so I was going up a hill, really, really long hill with a very shitty bike that doesn't have resistance to modify the speed and like the resistance on. It was just a plain regular bike. And going up here was just a fucking battle, you know? And I was thinking about how that related so much to mental health and how it's really easy. It's so fucking easy to just go off the deep end and to just sink, to just give up, you know? And most of the time, it's not even a conscious choice that you get to make. It's just your brain. Your brain decides that for you. And I know I've been in that situation a lot where I would be doing really good, things are going good, and then a bunch of inconveniences start rising and appearing in my life, and they just feel never-ending. And I just don't know what to do, you know? But I'm just hoping, oh, anyways, I've dealt with depression for years, and I went to therapy for a second, um, about a year ago, and I started getting very, very bad, and my college offers free uh, mental health counseling, so I went and I used those resources, and they did help a little bit, but they're really not there for the long term, so they kindly suggested that I start finding a different therapist um, because I had more than I needed to talk about and uh, just analyze with someone. But I was not in a very good financial situation last year. And I was always scraping around for money. And so I really couldn't afford anything that wasn't free, especially sessions that are like 60 to 100 bucks. And with parents who don't really believe in therapy and are really against, like, antidepressants, it would have been very, very hard to try to use their insurance. Luckily, I'm very fortunate to have insurance. But 
you just couldn't know, you know, which is hard. So I had to deal with it on my own. And some of my biggest problems is I'm not able to form human bonds that easily. Like, it really takes a lot for me to trust someone and to not, to take off, like, the, the mask that I put on for people, you know? Like, just the general face you have to put on in order to go through the day. And so, anyways, I only had a couple people in my life like that. And the person that I had really grown so close to for the past, like, four or five years, she passed away. Um end of March, so a couple months ago, and her birthday's coming out in a couple days, and we're in quarantine. I just feel like I'm stuck in a perpetual moment that I can't get out of, like the days just keep looping. And yes, I have work, yes, I have school, yes, the days are fundamentally, or superficially different, but fundamentally. Wow, the fucking thing. Like, I'm just, I'm not as happy as I want to be. But thanks to social media, actually, I was able to get access to healthcare on a day that was just so bad, so fucking bad. Um, a day that I was just feeling like that was it. Like, I couldn't bear anything else. Um, but someone recommended to me Plush Care. And I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but it's like a teledoctor service. And so that means that you, it's an app and it's free to download. And you don't need insurance to use these services. And they have like general, general, what's it called? Like a, your primary care doctors, like they have those. They have therapists, they have psychiatrists, um, they have all the services that you could possibly need. And uh, anyways, a couple of you recommended to me because on Twitter, I put out to my followers if anyone knew the process on getting antidepressants or what were the steps because I really did not have the energy to look at that, look at that, look that stuff up myself. And... So a couple of you recommended it. I downloaded it the same day. I was able to book an appointment. Literally after I got out of my 8 to 5. I went through the appointment. It was kind of like going through FaceTime. And so <clears throat> I met with a doctor. And they all have like reviews. So you get to choose whichever one you want. At whatever time convenience is more. Or convenient. It's more convenient for you. And so anyways, I wanted to do it so that my parents wouldn't find out, at least for a little bit, just because I needed to get out of the mental state that I was in and trying to change habits and my mindset just wasn't working anymore. And I was just falling down that hill and I didn't know if I was going to be able to get out of it this time. And so I signed up. I, it is $100, which is kind of steep, but it's better than going to an actual, like, brick-and-mortar place, and, uh, it was $100, and it covered the appointment, uh, registration, 
and also partially my medication, and it was so good, like, I got it all done within, like, an hour, I had meds, and I was just so eternally grateful, and it was just so easy, too, like, I think one of the biggest things when you're really fucking down in the dumps, for lack of better words, that searching for those, like, steps that you need to take is just really difficult. It just takes a lot of energy. And so, having the service, it just took care of fucking everything. It's so nice. And so, I think I'm on, I'm com- I've completed, like, a month on it. And I can tell you I've never felt this good. I haven't felt this good in, like, five years. It's just so nice. Um, so that's really good. Um, for years it felt like there was someone in my head just yelling to end it. Just yelling and yelling, not letting me think, you know, and like, last month it had just gotten so bad, like it felt like that, that thing that was telling me to do that had gotten a fucking megaphone. Like, it was just so incapacitating. And so I was very lucky to get that access. And now I'm prescribed for a couple months, see where I'm going. But I feel really productive. Now it's just like a a fleeting thought now. It's not like an intrusive thought that I can't stop thinking about. And so, yeah, like it's just so hard. It's so hard to get out of the mental state that your brain puts you in and it's like going up a hill with a very shitty bike right like you just you might just not have the right equipment to get yourself up there you might not have the right chemical balance in your brain and you might need equipment you might need meds you know and there's like this stigma that still exists luckily our generation gen z (laughs) The Zoomers. We're kind of starting to break away, like, very radically from older generations, like millennials and above. And we're a lot more accepting. And just of people going through a shitty time, you know. And thanks to social media, I feel like people are more connected than ever. And so before, when there wasn't the Internet, like, before the Internet boom and, like, 1995 or whatever. It was just so much harder, so much more isolating. And you just, you didn't know what people were going through and if they were going through the same shit. And now we have social media, especially TikTok, fucking took off with organic content. And just people are just relating so heavy with like all these mental health posts and like these common experiences that we all live through, and it's just, it's just so universally accepting, like, it feels, I feel seen, you know, I feel heard, and I feel like I have a community to just look at, to have a support, even if it's not directly, even if it's not directed to me, and, uh, like, when I ask my followers for, uh, 
help on how to get it subscribed and what are the first steps to take. Like, I had a lot of people DMing me and replying to it, and it was just, it was just so nice that people would take time out of their day to help me out. Someone that they don't know, never met. And I don't know, I feel like that speaks to the altruism that people have. And so, yeah, like, it's just the battle against mental health is really just an uphill battle. And sometimes you won't be able to do it just on your own. You have to get help. And you have to be okay with that. I feel like recognizing that is really important. I know I didn't want to be on meds for like a hot minute, which I think was more in part of my parents putting the stigma on me on how like meds are kind of like a crutch. But really, they're not. Because like, I don't, I don't know, like it, going through depression and anxiety is just like, you have a broken foot and you're expected to just keep walking. But you can't, because you have a fucking broken foot. Like, yeah, maybe you do need a crutch, you know? But it's because you're hurt. You need to heal. You need time. You need that equipment. You need the help, you know? Sometimes you just have to reach out. And some people aren't. Some people can't do it. And I understand I couldn't for a very long time. But the dog that I mentioned earlier, I had gotten him after my friend passed. And I want to say that I did it to save the dog. But really, it was just more an accountability thing for me. Because I knew if it were just me, like, I don't know if I'd still be here. Because, like, I really did not care about myself enough to keep going. And so, I think subconsciously my brain was trying to convince me that I was saving a dog. But really, I was saving myself. And so having that dog is kind of like accountability like I can't just die I can't just go away and take that long nap you know because I have this limiting thing that I have to take care of and I just feel so shitty because this dog was so timid and just very doubtful of people and it took him a, a little while to finally warm up to me and I just I it felt so wrong to just go away and him ending up back in the shelter and so I initially have fostered him and I had him for like four months and then once I finally had more financial stability I adopted him so now it's kind of like like getting help like getting meds like getting therapy like it's just making that effort to Try to stick around, you know? But it's just something that you have to reach. Like, this type of message isn't going to be heard by someone who is in that bad mental state. I know for me, like, no matter what people said or whenever I would live tweet my breakdowns, like, when people would reach out and I didn't actually know them. Like, it didn't really mean much to me. 
And, like, I really hated that because she would be like, oh, I'm here for you. And, like, um, if you ever feel the need to talk, I'm here. But you know that it's not, it's not the same as if a close friend would say that. It's not the same online as it is in person. And not being able to see people is really fucking difficult as someone who really relies on seeing people, you know? And I just, I hope this message helps someone. I know I went off on a bunch of different tangents. Um, my brain just zooms through a bunch of different things. And I'm not very that, I'm not very much organized. And so, it's kind of hard to put into words everything that I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, like it's just really hard. It's just something that you have to just get through. But once you do, though, once you have that breakthrough, I finally think I've reached that breakthrough. Like, it really is just a 180 on your life. And you just, I don't know. I think it just, it's different, you know? Because now I'm making an effort. I'm redoing my room, which I think is kind of like trying to fix my mindset trying to create change, you know, um, just trying to improve, I've been keeping track of how my mental health is doing by journaling, every morning when I go walk my dog, I take him on a long walk, and, what the fuck is he doing, motherfucker, um, so yeah, um, it's just not until you hit that like breakthrough that you'll be able to see like everything that you have waiting for you and like it doesn't even have to be in regards to school or progress on a career or any of that like it's just you like give yourself a performance review Treat yourself as you would treat your best friend, as you would treat, as you would treat anyone in customer service, like just with kindness and gratitude and give leeway as you would with other people when they fuck up. Like you fuck up. Like it's just inevitable. It's part of human, it's part of being a human. Like we're just, just a, we're just made up of a lot of thoughts. And I just think sometimes you need help. Sometimes you can get out of those ruts by yourself. But you have to recognize where you're at personally and just self-reflect. Self-reflect a lot. I feel like that's the only way that you can keep track of how you're doing, even if you're not progressing as you would like to. Like, at least you have something to look back on and to track, and maybe you can spot patterns of how your episodes begin or how the episodes end, and 
sometimes that can be helpful. I know for me, like, I started tracking, like, when I'm feeling very bad and all the things physically that lead up to it. Like, I stopped being able to sleep or I oversleep. And it's, like, a bunch of different things. And maybe you'll be able to get out of it before you're rolling down that hill. Um, but, yeah, those are just my two cents. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I know I stuttered along the way, but I kind of like how raw this material is, so I don't think I'm going to change it. I might just post it as it is. Um, I'd just like to note that I was riding my bike the entire time, so if I sounded out of breath, or, like, I didn't have words to say, probably because I couldn't breathe, (laughs) um, I was riding a physical hill, so... (laughs) Um, yeah, thank you for listening, um, I appreciate it, I hope you all have a good day, um, yeah, I'm Mel, thanks for listening, goodbye.